Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Scotland-born Colin Hay, who is probably best known for his work with the 80s band Men at Work, and the hit Who Can It Be Now, is still a hard-working musician. Prior to a recent appearance at Merlefest, I got a chance to catch up with Colin and talk about his life, career, music after Men at Work, and his latest album, Now and the Evermore, which was released in March of 2022. Hi, Colin. Thanks for, for taking the time to talk to me today. My pleasure. Nice to be with you. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. You're on, uh, uh, you're in California? I am, yeah. Yeah. And presently on tour, right? No, about to Not be. Yet. Okay. Um, yeah, about to be in two days. I'm doing a show tonight at Largo in, in, um, in Hollywood. Um, so that's like, I've, I've been playing there for, you know, 30 years or so. So it's it's a warm up gig, I guess you could call oh, it. Oh yeah, but okay. The gig, nonetheless. Yeah, well, I I have to tell you, um, maybe you maybe you hear this too often, or maybe not often enough. But I in college, uh, we had two or three albums that were the soundtrack of our college days for an entire year, and uh, business as usual was was the number one. We played it over and over, cassette tape over and over and over, um, driving around up oh, and down the coast, excellent. east coast. It's a good it's a good driving record. It, it very much so, yes. Um, and and uh, have that's been a go to nostalgic album for me for a long time. So I, I appreciate you doing that back those days. <laughs> yeah, it was um. It was a, a, well, it was a very exciting record for us to make. It only took, it only took um, ten days to record the whole thing. Wow, wow! It, Which it, was awesome, really, but that's things were different then, you know. Well, they were much different from even the sixties. Was even more different still. But, but yeah, we just, you know, we didn't have that much time, and we were on the road, and and. Uh, we had a studio that wasn't the best, but we had a um, an American record producer. We did a we did like a, a ten days or so, I think a week or ten days of of pre production, which was really an important thing you know, uh, of you know whipping the songs into shape before we actually went into the studio. That that helped a lot. Yeah. How long had you guys been together as a band before you put these songs together for that record? Well, it seemed like a long time. We'd been together for about two years. And, um, you know, when you're younger, two years is a long time. It is. Yeah. yeah. And especially we were playing probably um, a lot. We were playing at least at least four or five nights a week. Wow. And, um, and we were playing all over the city and surrounding areas. And, and we, uh, we always had... Um, aspirations of make of, of touring internationally and having a a, a record a record had trying to get a record deal that was that was a multinational deal you know mm -hmm. we we kind of had quite you know uh you know we had aspirations of, of greatness if you like <laughs> yeah. um and and so 
CBS Records at that time, you know, which became Sony, they were they were the only record company that was interested in us, which was which was handy for us because that's the kind of label that we wanted. It turned out, I mean, it turned out to be a a, a horrendous, a, just a horrible, horrible deal for us. But you know, at the time, we wanted we just wanted to make a record, but right. it was really. I would say almost, you know, dare I say it was almost a, a criminal deal. <laughs> horrible, oh, man. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, that's water under the bridge, as they say. Right, right. And and had no idea, probably, that the album would be as successful as it was. I'm sure you hoped it did, but it's kind of hard to predict that. Hard to predict. Yeah, hard to predict. But, we, you know, we, as I say, we were, we were quite... Uh, we were quite confident in our own abilities, and we, we, you know, we really we're very ambitious. Is it hard to believe it's been forty, almost forty years? Uh, yes and no. I mean, um, I think that uh, yeah. I mean, short answer is yes, but but um, what's happened since then? You know, I I, I came to live in in the United States, I think that was the most kind of momentous thing that I did in terms of uprooting everything and coming over here in 1990, I think it was. So I feel like I've, I've you know, had a, another life, really. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. Uh, since I've been over here, because I've been over here for, for over 30 years now. Yeah. Wow. If someone would have told you back then, this is what your career is going to look like for the next 40 years, would you have believed it? Um, well, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I couldn't really imagine doing anything else. I never really particularly wanted to do anything else, yeah. um, than, than, than play music and write songs and so, and so forth. So I'm lucky because I, I, I get to do what I've always wanted, what I've always wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that probably, uh, you know, if, 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 I don't really look back that, that often really in terms of. What if the, what if this this happened or this didn't happen? Yeah. Um, but um, you know, the band was quite short lived. I always had great aspirations to be in a great band, and, and I think that you know we got close in a way. You know, um, mm -hmm. but I say that we made a couple of really good records, and um, we just didn't we just didn't. Um, stay together you know um so that's really what you have to do if you want to solidify everything you know right. uh, as, a, as a band um <clears throat> not only you know not 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 only commercially but but just creatively and a, as a group of people you you either you either kind of grow together and you figure things out and you and you get stronger mm -hmm. or or you or you don't, you know. Yeah. So, so we just didn't. Yeah. And so I, I suppose that that band was, you know, short lived. We perhaps could have done a bit more if, if we had stayed together, but that's just not that's just not what happened. And so, so after the band was over, I just pretty much started again. Really, just started mm -hmm. on my own, you know, my own ever since. So I'm quite yeah. quite happy. Not, yeah. not, it's not hasn't been a, you know, I'm, it's, it's from choice really, but. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been a long time, but the the music has held up quite well. So um, yeah, what a legacy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh -huh. you you mentioned doing other things, and I, I read in the um, the press material that um, uh, spent some time and 
if I understand right, maybe still do uh, playing with Ringo Starr. Is that right? Yeah, I'm in Ringo's band at the moment. He's still. Um, 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 he asked me to do that again, so um, I've done that for. Well, I've done it since 2003, but not all the time. Uh-huh. I just played with him in 2003, and and I've done, you know, I think maybe four or five tours or something like okay. that. Yeah, you know, up to this point. What What does that been <clears throat> like? Oh, it's fantastic. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just the the coupling of of uh, what we obviously know about Ringo and and his legacy of music and then what you know the library of stuff that you've done to me that just sounds like a dream come true. Um, I'd I'd love to see that show. Yeah, well, you know, you also have Edgar Edgar's playing Edgar Winters back playing in the band again oh, this time. I didn't know that. Wow, that's really cool. Ed Lukather is playing from Toto, and um, he's been he's he's been doing it for a few years now. And Hamish Stewart from Average White Band, wow. and uh, so it's you know it's a lot of great songs get played. Now, is that something that you guys will or have recorded as a group together? Oh, you know, you you film some shows. They usually film the last one at the Greek. Mm-hmm. You, you that so by the end by the end of the tour, we usually film one. Okay, that's how it gets. That's how it gets recorded. But we haven't been. We haven't been in the studio or anything. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> and then you've got a new record uh, now in the Evermore. If I understand right, that's a pandemic baby that came out of the the shutdown. Yeah, well, it was gonna it was gonna come out anyway, you know. But it just happened to be the pandemic. <laughs> how, how did that change your approach to your music and your songwriting, or did it? Well, I had more time to be at home, which was quite a quite a gift, really. Um, I don't normally have this much time at home, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I did a covers record as well, which came out in August, called um, "I Just Don't Know What to Do with Myself." Oh, cool! Okay, that was that was cool. That was a very nice thing to do. Uh, you should maybe get a hold of one of those. Absolutely, right? I'd love to. <clears throat> so that came out um, because. We decided to, to to wait until this year to release uh, now in the Evermore. So that comes out um, on Thursday, actually, mm. May, uh, March the eighteenth. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Ringo played drums on the title track, which was oh, a real cool. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Is this record in line with the kind of music you've been recording lately, or did it alter any? I don't really know, really. I mean, I just record what I think are the best songs that I've got at any particular time. But I think this is the, the definitely the best, uh, the best offering to date. I mean, everyone, a lot of people say that, but you you want it to be. You know, you want every record to be better than the last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it is. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't really think about. I don't really compare the records that much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How far ahead do you think with your music? Are you already thinking about what the next one might be like, or are you not quite that quick with the next one? Songs. I, speaking of the pandemic, I had maybe 20 songs or over 20 songs that we recorded, um, new songs, and ended up on this record. So I've got a bunch of songs left over, which I which I really like, but it just it was more just what's, 
what kind of fitted on this this particular group of songs, which ones felt like they belonged to belonged with with, yeah. with each. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I have a lot of new things coming up that um, that I haven't really consciously thought of, you know, putting in something together because this something new together after this one because I'm going to be on the road from now and basically till November. Oh, uh, so this the, is a long tour, okay? With a few breaks, you know, but I go. Out, I'm going out solo uh, myself in a couple of days, and then I go out with Ringo, and then I'm going doing a Men at Work tour with with um, the band that I have in LA. I mean, I'm, I'm the only you know original member, but it's still we just play a Men at Work set. We're going out with um, oh, that's cool. Rick Springfield and John Waite and uh, and Men at Work. Wow. And, yeah, and then. And then more Ringo, and then and then a solo tour of Australia, which will take me to to November. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> and what um, what version of your set will be in uh, Merlefest in April? A solo, solo, solo. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and mostly with the new record. Um, well, it depends on how long I'm playing for. Like, I mean, if it's my show, you know, my regular show, which is usually a couple of hours, is a combination of a bunch of new songs from the new record and the covers record and men at work songs and songs from the solo. Um, I have a long set list, you know, that I just draw from and mm-hmm. then you see what happens over the course of the uh, first week or two of a tour. Uh, a set list usually kind of presents itself to me as opposed to me, yeah. you know, be conscious, just it kind of, you know, works itself out really. Yeah. Wow. That's good. <clears throat> What's left on your bucket list as an artist? Do you have anything that you're still aspiring to do that's that's out there? Um, yeah, I just like to like to do a lot more writing uh, in different different forms. I'm not quite sure what that what that is, but mm-hmm. you know, some, I have some stories and and so forth. But um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things I'd like to do, but I, mainly what I'm really trying to do is just you know get, get become a better guitar player wow <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah playing the guitar better and um uh, you know that's that's a lifelong thing yeah. really it's a long session yeah wow uh, uh, that's that's a, a a cool answer uh, uh, playing being a musician as long as you have um as long as you've been, it's it's. Um, to hear I like play, I like playing the guitar, you know, more now than I ever. I just like it, and and I like practicing. I like playing yeah. for and I like messing around with different um, teachers online and stuff like that. You get different things from. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. It just kind of all kinds of all kinds of ways, you know. Yeah. But, just good for your brain as you get older. To yeah, keep. that makes sense for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to to chat with us for a couple minutes. I know you got a got a, a okay. show coming and a busy schedule, but I, I I have enjoyed your music for a long time, and I really have enjoyed getting a couple minutes to chat with you. So thank you. All right, my pleasure, man. Take care of yourself. All right, you too. Thank you very much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 